Good morning, folks. Welcome to It's a Religion. It's Sunday, February 27th, in the land of the free, the home of the brave. Welcome. This is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the divided states of America and to the republic for which they stand, two nations under God, with liberty and justice for some. And it's a uh, interesting place we're at in this country today. We have our country concerned with protecting the borders of another country called Ukraine from a Russian dictator who wants to circumvent their society to himself and his uh, whims. And there's some... Uh, some proof out there that the U.S. was meddling around in Ukraine in ways that might not be so great for Russia and for others. And there's a lot of history between Ukraine and Mr. Biden, which in some ways I wonder if he doesn't really mind that they're getting their stuff handed to him right now. Which makes me sad to say, but I don't know that... Uh, he would care what I think, but it's, uh, we have an invasion going on in this country right now from the South mainly. And I would doubt that if Trudeau keeps up his ways, we're going to have an invasion from the North before too long. That may counter contradict or countermand the invasion from the South. And I don't know that there's any hope of stemming this tide at, at the end of the day because I think it's God's in control and uh, he knows. He knows what's going on. And I, I think the Bible predicts a one-world government scenario. I think the Bible predicts that there will be an end to all this. Is it, are we in the end times? I mean, I've been hearing that since I was a kid, but, you know, the world has gone through a lot of tumult in the 6,000 plus years it's been around, uh, especially since Adam ate that fruit that uh, God said, don't eat this. And they did anyway, just like a couple of little kids. When we tell our boys, don't do this, and they just do it anyway. Right? I mean, it's not rocket science. It's just in our nature to somehow go against the will of the one who created us. And so I believe that's ultimately what's going on here. As most things that... Oh, excuse me. A little early this morning. Do not conform to the will of God. When we get out of his will, when we get out of his plan for us, his perfect plan for humanity, again, there's only one race the human race. There's no such thing as racism, though our society likes to make much of it. There are different cultures. There are different people groups, different ways in which people look at things, and that causes division. It causes people to not trust each other completely. And it causes consternation and arguments and things like that. But that should be understandable that different people groups who don't look at things the same are going to have a hard time getting along. doesn't mean we can't. 
This means it's going to be harder than people who think alike. And it has nothing to do with someone's skin color. It has nothing to do with how someone looks or where they're from is more important in that equation. If they're from the inner city or they're from Czechoslovakia or if they're from Southern California or Northern Maine or Illinois. And it matters what they believe, ultimately. That is the core of everything. Now, even within that, there are different ways to walk out what you believe. But in general, that's a starting point for things. How people look at life is based on what they believe about life, about how we got here, about how things work, you know, where we created, especially with a purpose. Or did all this thing just happen by random chance? And those are the two basic tenets you've got. And there's other things within each of those that, that spring out of those two tenets, but that's basically it. Either we were created by a being greater than us, and in my case, I believe that was the Holy God of the Bible, as he says in his word, or there was soup in millions of years, because that's what it boils down to. <clears throat> so, what we believe is based on faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, belief in things that are unseen, that aren't sitting right in front of you. There are things that you put your trust in, such as the sun coming up tomorrow or today, as I see that it is again when the only basis you have for that is that it came up yesterday. And so God says that you have to have faith to trust in him, to walk in his ways. And evolution claims the same thing. You have to have faith in the process of evolution in order to walk in the ways of humanism, the ways of secular humanism, the ways of we don't put trust in God, the ways of supposed atheism, although I don't believe there is an atheist alive on the planet Earth, because you can't disprove God. And you can't prove that he doesn't exist at this point, or really at any point. But here at It's a Religion, we like to start with God's Word to show that God is true. And the things that he says are true, and the things that science, if truly followed, would show the truth of God. Just like science showed that ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine were therapeutics that would help alleviate COVID symptoms, if given early on in the process, and yet they were not followed. Except for in India, where they had half the deaths of the United States, when they have four times the population. And... We see things being followed that don't make sense. I saw a story this morning. Two years, mask mandates have been in place in Illinois. Two stinking years. And Illinois has no better statistics than anybody else. So what good did that do? 
Follow the science, people. Yeah, you people that want to claim you're following the science, then let's follow the real science. Masks have done nothing to help stop the spread of this disease. At the end of the day, they've just been a tool for government dictators, people who don't walk in faith and don't want freedom for everybody, that they want their own power and control to be manifested. And it's a... uh, a sad state in that sense. But going back to faith, what do we put our faith and trust in? In the Bible, there's a lot on faith. There's 280 references to faith in the New Testament, some 56 in the Old. And we went through some of those in the Gospels, some of those in the Book of Romans, and we're going to start looking at the, we're going to look at the Book of 1 Corinthians today and some of the references to faith in there. We're going to start out in uh, Book 2, And Paul says this, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. And your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Now think about that statement. Your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. What does the faith of and in evolution stand in? Well, it's not of God. God didn't write a book about evolution. God didn't say, you know, humanity evolved over millions of years. And you have people that say they believe in Christ that try and push that idea that somehow God used evolution as a process within the tenets of Christianity. And yet the Bible is very clear that that would have caused death before Adam and Eve sinned. And you can't have death before sin if you believe in the Bible, period. So where does your faith stand? Is it in the wisdom of men or in the power of God? Jesus Christ came to this earth and did miracles, people. Many, many people witnessed his miracles, witnessed his resurrection. It's been tried over and over again to be disproved, and nobody can. There's too much there, there. So think about what you're putting faith in today. Are you standing in the wisdom of men? Or in the power of God. And I'm talking about any man. I'm talking about don't stand in the wisdom of President Trump. Don't stand in the wisdom of your professors at school if you're in college. Don't stand in the wisdom of test the wisdom against the power of God, against the wisdom of God. Again, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Don't walk in the wisdom of men. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, I am becoming as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned and have not love, it profits me nothing. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envies not. Love vaunts not itself, is not puffed up. 
does not behave itself unseemly, sinks not her own, is not easily provoked, thinks no evil, rejoices not in inequity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails, but whether there be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when that which is perfect is come, then that which is part in part shall be done away. When I was a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I thought as a child. But when I became man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abides faith, hope, love. These three, but the greatest of these is love. So love is an outpouring of faith. If you put your faith and trust in Christ and his spirit dwells in you, the love of Christ will flow out from you and you will be able to walk in love as Paul chosen here. Now, are you going to do that perfectly? I doubt it. I doubt few that, that could outside of Christ. But this is how we are called to walk, in love. And love suffers long and is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't vaunt itself. It's not puffed up. And again, you know, these three, faith, hope, and love, we hope in Christ coming back someday and being with him. We have faith in what he's already done to come and die for us and be risen again. And, and what a beautiful thing that is. And we are called to love others of this human race, this one race, regardless of what they look like. It has nothing to do with it. And that is a beautiful picture when you think about it. If people truly walked in love towards others, would we see a war in Ukraine? Would we see all the issues we have in this country? Would we see a stolen election? Would we see people being held without bond from January 6th, walking in the Capitol building with no intention to harm anybody in a faux insurrection? What supposedly was an insurrection, which was a lot of people getting caught up in something that I believe was a setup completely. Would people be evil and doing insider trading in our government, trading in our government and being able to buy a $35 million home when all they've ever done is serve in Congress for 40 years, Nancy Pelosi? I mean, it's it's so thick with hypocrisy. But we have a mainstream news that doesn't tell the truth anymore. That's a pop, propaganda arm. I'm going to start calling them the Pravda News. Because if they are, they are propagandists. They are not news people anymore. And it's sad. I, you know, I don't know how people who go into journalism and get into that uh, arena. I mean, I suppose the money's good, so that helps. But I don't know how you sit there every day, day in and day out, claiming you're projecting the truth to people. And you're basically just feeding on propaganda and trying to justify the actions of evil people. 
But again, when you don't have trust and faith in God, when you don't have a faith that calls you to love, as this chapter in 1 Corinthians 13 does, to speak truth, then why why would you feel bound to? So again, it goes back to what you believe in and how you're going to walk that out. Let's take a look at one more. In chapter 16, uh, watch all of you stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men, be strong. Let all of your things be done with love. So, walking in love is being strong, but he doesn't, he's not talking to the gals there. Watch all of you stand fast in the faith. Quit you like men, be strong. And we see that at being at play in Ukraine today, that, you know, these Russian folks are trying to come in there and and do some bad stuff. You know, I don't know what Putin's overall goal is. It seems like he's trying to re-attach uh, some of these pieces of Russia that fell apart after the Cold War. But you see men standing fast see all kinds of people standing fast you know nowadays women aren't women anymore they're trying to be men and you see a lot of men trying to be women so but that's uh apparently we're evolving in that way so i apologize i don't know that that's being said in love but it, sometimes uh it's easy for angst to come through when we see all these crazy things going on that are basically, I believe, from the pit of hell in a lot of ways. And again, we need to speak truth in these situations. So the news cycle is now all about Ukraine and what's going on there. But... uh the real president gave a speech last night at CPAC, and it was a very good one. And he really is still fighting for this country, fighting for what's right. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that there's still a, a movement in this country to seek the right things. And I think all Biden's done is, is encourage that movement to be stronger. And though some people don't like President Trump's personality, whatever, look at the policies behind the person in both him and Biden. And I don't think there's any question what's better for this country and for the people of this country. And frankly, the people of the world. When the U.S. is strong, when it has a good economy, when it has uh, strength in its military, you don't see Putin. Putin and others act badly. Why is, you know, I I firmly believe China's going to go after Taiwan next. And you think it, it's ugly now if that happens. I mean, Taiwan is the major chip producer uh, for every electronic product throughout the planet, just about. So it's going to be real interesting to see how that plays out. So this morning, let's be mindful that all these things 
boil down to a faith experience, a faith uh, paradigm. You know, what are all these people putting faith and trust in? And we need to pray that God would intercede in in all these areas, that God would protect Taiwan, that God would protect the Ukrainians and would convict Mr. Putin and the people that would desire to circumvent others to their own will instead of letting them live in freedom. That we would pray for Governor Pritzker and Governor Newsom and Justin Trudeau and Joe Biden and the people that are behind Joe Biden because I don't believe Joe Biden's a president um, by any stretch. I don't think he knows where he's at half the time at this point. But they managed to prop him up. And I can't imagine how he's going to do a State of the Union address, but uh, it's going to be interesting. So that's coming up Tuesday. The faux president gives his State of the Union. And he's going to sit there and talk about how great the things that he's done are. And going to probably try and say he's caused the end of COVID because everybody got a shot when that had nothing to do with it. Go worship the Lord today in spirit and in truth. If you don't have a good church, find one. If you need help, email us at itsareligion.org and we'll be happy to help you get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Have a blessed day.